Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Those of us who are born-again believers are some blessed people of God. Oh, yes, we are. One of the reasons why we're so blessed is because we have a God who loves us like nobody else does or will ever do. He does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the many things that our God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. He opens doors that nobody can close, doors that he expects us to walk through, doors that he wants us to walk through so that we can receive and achieve all that he has planned and prepared for me and you. Now, to walk through, we have to first believe that is true. He really did open a door of opportunity for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he opened for me and you. And that which he opened a door for us to obtain will never be attained by me and you. That's why it's so important that we learn to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God's going to come through for you this year like he has never come through before. I said never come through before. I mean, I had mixed faith with what I'm telling you now. God's going to come through for you like he's never come through for before. Because you're going to get a chance to see God-sized blessings manifest in the midst of your life. God-sized deliverance happen in the middle of your life. I'm talking about God-sized. To the point where there'll be an enemy that's surrounded all about you. But God will deliver you out of the midst of them just like that. To the point that there will be no more around from that point forward. Are you listening to me? Where You'll be finding yourself in the midst of financial destitution in, in situations. But then God will cause financial manifestations that will wipe clean. I said clean. Everything that it is that was in your way so that you could be able to move forward easily into what God has to say. This is no year for sweating. This is no year for fretting. This is no year for for, 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 for betting. This is a year for getting. Are y'all listening to me? I said this is a year for getting. Everybody say getting. Getting. Yeah, getting. Amen. It's a year for getting. And it's time to get what God's got in store for us. And God said, I, behold, check it out. I've opened a door for you. All you got to do now is walk through. 
That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is just believe that what I'm saying to you is true. And then I'm going to cause that thing to be able to manifest for you. And you who are labored, I've got rest for you because the rest is the solution for the laboring that you've been doing. You who've been heavy laden. We learned that that word heavy laden means overburdened with ceremony, that we're going through all these different ceremonies. We're going through all these different rituals. We're going through all these different traditions of man, even in the midst of the word church, which none of these things bring the blessings of God in your hand. But this year we're getting rid of all the ceremonies. We're stripping all that mess. And it's time for us to get blessed. I said we're stripping all that mess. And it's time for us to get blessed. It's time for us to get past all these unnecessary steps and all these 14 steps to this and 19 steps to that and 24 steps to blessing. Bunk all that nonsense. God says that my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And see all this is stuff that's laboring and causing us to be heavy laden so it must not be from God. Because God don't give burdens. God's a burden remover and a yoke destroyer. Are you listening to me? And he wants to come into our lives and cause us to be able to live the easy, happy life that he intended us for, the, for us to live. We're supposed to be blessed. Everybody say blessed. blessed. That word blessed means envied and admired. But stop and think about it. How many of us are actually envied and admired in the midst of circumstances and situations? How many people are walking around following us talking about I want to be like you and I want to do everything that you want to do? Come on up in here. You ain't got to give me no answer on that. I already know the answer. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But this year, you get a chance to be blessed. This year, everybody that mixes faith with the things that I'm going to tell you is going to get an opportunity to hear come out of somebody else's mouth that's going to come to you and say, I want to be just like you. I want to do exactly what you're doing. I want to have what you have. I want to be what you be. And I want to walk in what I see you walk in, which is total victory. We get a chance to be blessed. That word blessed also means happy. Everybody say happy. Oh, see, the church has been teaching you for years that you don't need to be happy. They are lying, they breath stink. Because the Bible teaches us that we're supposed to be happy also. I know happy, happiness is based upon happenings, but it's time for some happenings to make you happy. Are you listening to me? It's time for some happenings to make you happy. I mean, I mean, thank God for the joy that he's filled our heart with. Thank God for the joy that we've been having because it is our strength. But how about some happiness too? Glory to God. How about some grinning Christians? I want to see some grinning Christians. I want to see some smiling Christians. I'm tired of all these Christians that look like they've been baptized in pickle juice. It's time for us to start smiling. And that smile to last for a while. Not smile one day and be jacked up the next day. It's time to smile. Everybody else got happenings. We need to have happenings. Lord, I got. And see, and I'm talking about godly happenings, of course. Praise God. There's a rest that's waiting for each and every one of us. And he wants us to be able to come unto him and learn of him. And he said he will give us rest. Now, this, this, this rest that we're talking about has been promised for quite a while. And, it's, and it was spoken of in the Old Testament. And, it, and, 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 and we know that the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. But you can look back in the Old Testament after understanding the New Testament. You can look back over the Old Testament and give, get more clarity and understanding of what's available to you as a result of you now understanding what has been promised you. So let's go back in the Old Testament and let's look and see uh, some of this uh, promise that has been promised to you. Because if this thing is true, then we can be able to look back and see it in the Old Testament too. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 14. Let's look a little deeper at this rest that God has planned for you and what comes as a result of you receiving this rest. Because I don't know if that fired any of y'all up, bless God, but that's firing me up. I don't know if that fired any of y'all up. So hopefully this might add a little bit more fuel to your fire so that you can have a desire to enter into the rest that God said is available to each and every one of us. Isaiah chapter 14. Let's start reading in verse 1. It says, for the Lord will have mercy on Jacob 
and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. Everybody say own land. So I'll take that right there. Okay, okay, okay. He says, and we'll, and we'll choose Israel and set them in their own. I know I'll take that. Will you take that baby? Reverend baby, Reverend baby, you take that. Give me my own land. Hey, man, I, want, I mean, shoot, Texas got land every which way. It's time for us to have our own land. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's time to get fired up about having your own land. I'm tired of watching companies build up on stuff on land that's supposed to be ours. That's supposed to be ours. They're supposed to lease it from us to put their stuff up on it. It's time to go get our land. San Antonio is ours. Surrounding areas are ours. Oh, yes, it is. It's ours, and it's time to go get it, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. He said, and the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob, and the people shall take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids, and they shall take them captives whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. See, what's going to end up happening is that the folk who previously had you captive, you about to become their captor. And the folk who previously oppressed you, you about to get the privilege to oppress them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's time for the devil to get up under our feet. Come on now. He's been running rampant in the house. He's been running rampant in our lives. He's been running rampant in our finances. You ain't got to say, man, I already know it by the offerings that come through. Praise God. I already know he running rampant. Praise God. And so because of that, bless God, God said it's time for us to get that stuff up under our feet. Oh, yes, it is. And God says, oh, he wants you to now oppress the devil. Oh, Jesus did it. When Jesus was walking to a situation, the devils would scream in terror. Why? Because Jesus had just showed up. And some of them would say, you know, oh, have you come to persecute me before his, uh, for my time, for your time? And knowing that Jesus had the power to be able to cause them to be persecuted. It's time for us to put the devil on the run. Verse 3, let's see how that comes to pass. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest. He said, it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest. See, he's talking about right here that the Lord is going to give you rest. We just read in Matthew chapter 11 how the Lord said, you come unto me and I'm going to give you rest. But let's see what this rest will do for you. He said, it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from, thy, and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. Look what he's going to give you rest from. He's going to give you rest from thy sorrow. And from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. He says, see, there comes a, there remain, there, there coming a day that the Lord shall give thee rest from these things. Because we need rest from these things. He said, rest from thy sorrows. Everybody say thy sorrows. Notice God says thy sorrows. That's because for many of us, there are possession now. There are possession now. There are our sorrows. But the only thing is that they're possessed by you, but they was never given by God. They were possessed. They're now possessed by you, but they were never given by God. That word sorrows right there, you're going to like this, means fashioned idols. Fashioned idols. And then the next definition springs from this definition. Fashioned idols. The next definition is pains, which include bodily and mentally. And so each of us has sorrows, fashioned idols that we need to be delivered from, that we need to get rest from, because those fashioned idols bring pain, both bodily and mentally, into the midst of our lives. Sorrows. 
thoughts of how we won't have good tomorrows because of something that existed or we think exists in our life that will never cause us, will never allow us to be able to move forward into the things that God has in store for us. Our sorrows. See, work with me now. A lot of people say, I don't have no sorrows. Do you? When God says to you what you can do, what's one of the first thoughts that you? When you go to talking to somebody else about the things that, 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 that's going on in your life, what kind of things do we start talking about? Oh, well, brother, I can't, I can't, you know, you know I, I know God said I can have that, but, you know, but you got to understand, it's, 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 it's the white man. You know, he just hold us down, you know. You know, you got to understand it's hard for a brother up in the city, you know, to be able to move forward and things like that, you know. Oh, it's the man. You know, I'm an intelligent woman, and I can't move forward into what I have in store for me because, see, there's men all up in my corporation who just won't promote a sister. I mean, I know more than they do, but I just can't get promoted because of these people. Oh, I just can't flow in the gifts that I want to flow in because of the folk that I'm submitted to. You got to understand, you got to understand this. I, I, I want to open this business and everything, but I, I ain't got enough money. I ain't got enough knowledge. I ain't got enough. I ain't got enough. But you do have sorrows. And those sorrows are now your idols, which tell you what you can do. And they bring pain and misery to you. A lot of us are tormented by our past. A lot of us are tormented by things in our past. And that thing now is the new God in our life, little g, of course, new God in our life, which tells us whether or not we can move forward into what God has in store for you. But God says there's a rest that I'm going to give you from them idols that you fashioned. Notice they're fashioned idols, which means that they've been designed just for you. They fit you perfectly because they fit you just well enough to keep you from moving forward into what God has in store for you. Satan will tailor make a, a idol for you. Tailor make it. And if you ever notice, whenever you walk around, you know, you just eat, you see it so easily and it slides back on you easily. Some people are tormented by things, brother, year after year after year after year. And no matter where they go, it seems like they keep running into the same thing. That's because that fashioned idol is not out there. It's in here. It's a stronghold that exists inside of each and every one of our mind that we about to get rest from. God says, I want to give you rest from that nonsense. That stuff where people are more concerned about what people are saying and what people are doing. God said, I'm about to give you rest from that fashion idol. Because that's what's been bringing pain up in the middle of your life. That's what's been causing strain up in the middle of your life. That's what's been causing you to not move forward in the things I got in store for you. Because you, instead of concerning yourself with what I say and what I said I could do for you, instead of concerning yourself with the open door I've got for you, you're more concerned about these people and what they think about you these circumstances and situations and how you think that they won't let you go by but I need you to behold I've opened unto you a door that'll cause you to be able to step into so much more because these fashion idols will bring us pain both mentally as well as uh, bodily you know some of us we can't go to sleep at night we all jacked up nervous messed up but God said no I'm about to get you up out of that oh yes he is he about to get us up out of that (laughs) See, many people's sorrows have become such a reality in their lives that they are now accepted parts of their lives. Many people's uh, uh, many people's sorrows have become such uh, 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 a reality in their life that they're now an accepted part of their life. They just accept it. These accepted sorrows destroy our hope for a better tomorrow. We just accept it. Well, that's just the way it's going to be. 
That's just the way it is. I know. And so because of that, I'm just going to sit back here and wait for God to do something for me. Because otherwise it just ain't going to happen. We need rest from that. We need rest. I said we need rest from our sorrow. At least God knows you need rest from it. And so because of that, he wants to provide us rest from our sorrows. See, some of y'all looking at me like you don't even know what I'm talking about. But trust me. In less than a week, most of you are going to be shown one of the biggest sorrows that's in your life. In less than a week. A lot of you are going to be stuck about to get uncovered in your life. It's going to be about to get exposed in your life. Next time you get ready to open your mouth and talk about, but they, God's going to say sorrow. Next time you get ready to say, but, but he, sorrow. But she, sorrow. My husband, sorrow. My wife, sorrow. My money, sorrow. Because it's now an accepted fact that we have accepted that we will no, can't go no further because of that thing which is now controlling us. Most of us Christians, we have, we've been operating like elephants who are constrained by a string. Elephants, big, huge animals who can snap and break anything because of the power that they have. But yet at the same time, what they do when they want to train these elephants in the, in, the, in the circus as well as the zoo is that they'll attach them to something that they cannot move. Attach them to something that they cannot move with a big chain or something like that. And that elephant will pull against it and pull against it and pull against it and pull against it until eventually in its mind it gives up. Because it knows that I can only go so far. From that point forward, they don't use that big chain. They can just use a little rope, tie a rope around him and just attach it to a little, 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 little spike in the ground. Something he could just walk through like nothing. But yeah, as soon as he feels any resistance, he stops right there. Because he's accepted that that fashioned idol right there cannot, can, will not allow him to go any further. And see, a lot of you guys are, are held in bondage and held at bay at something that God has already handled for you to allow you to be able to walk through. But we still locked in our own mentality. This year, God's going to show you that like you ain't never seen it before because that's what's been blocking you. But God says, hey, there's a rest from your sorrow. He says, watch this now, and there's also a rest from thy fears. I like that one too because this year we get a chance to rest from fear. Amen, amen. These are things that folk don't normally own up to, praise God, but yet, you know, they're still true. Rest from their fears. Because, see, folk got fears. Oh, yes, they do. Be walking around scared and in terror. Uh, 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 walking around with so much intrepidation and th- to, to move forward into the awesome things that God has planned for you. But God wants you to know, drop your fear and move forward into what I have in store for you. Fear will stop you from moving forward into the things that God's planned for you. Fear will cause you to lose your supernatural stance even in the middle of a miracle. Fear will cause you to be able to... Uh, 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 Never accept all the things that God has in store for you because of a fear. Fear is is faith perverted. Just like faith in God opens opens an opportunity for us to be able to receive all that God has in store for us. Fear tells us that we have faith that we cannot have what it is that God said we can have. Fear will give you faith that you'll never move forward into the things that God has in store for you. And you will believe that to the point that it will then manifest for you. But it's based upon a fear that's manifested in you. But God is going to uncover and then help you get rest from the fears that you have this year. Every one of us has fears. More than, some of us more than others. But yet God is going to show us where they are. He's going to give you his word. And if you have faith, that faith will eliminate the fear that has been brought your way. Because that fear holds you in hard bondage. 
That word bondage right there is talking about slavery and involuntary servitude. Slavery and involuntary servitude. Involuntary because you don't want to do it. But as a slave to fear, you don't have a choice. You don't want to do it. But as a slave to fear, you don't have a choice. Anybody ever had, had a fear? Amen. Praise God. Amen. The rest of y'all, y'all lying and you know it. You're afraid to tell the truth. Praise God. <laughs> but praise God. When you have a fear, I mean, it just causes, I mean, just you to sweat and, 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 and go through anxieties and, 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 and never move forward into the things. It will paralyze you. Fear will paralyze you to the point that you just won't go any further. Praise God. You know, fear of stuff, fear of people, fear of what folk going to think, fear of what folk going to say, fear about failure. People have fears of failure. I'm going to fail. I don't want to fail and I don't like failing. So I'm not going to even we won't even try something because we don't like to fail. Amen. Amen. And so but God is about to eliminate that fear so that you can be able to move forward into the things that God has in store for you because fear will cause you to have hard bondage, involuntary uh, uh, servitude. See, see, we don't want to be broke. But many of us are involuntary slaves of brokenness. We don't want to be depressed. Don't nobody like being depressed? When you're all depressed and all messed up and stuff like that, don't nobody like that sitting over in the corner in the dark? playing old temptation songs like I wish it would rain and stuff like that. Folk don't like nothing like that. Praise God. Amen. But, 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 but when you're in the, in the middle of a fear, it'll, it'll depress you to a point where it's depression is almost like a heavy coat that just pushes you down. And we don't like that, but we, many of us are involuntary slaves to it. Folk want to come out of it, but they don't know how to come out of it. But God's going to show them how to come up out of it. Why? Because God want to give you rest from that depression. A lot of us don't like being stressed out. Amen. Amen. I know I don't like being stressed out. Let me talk to media. I don't like being stressed out. God will deliver us from the opportunity to be stressed out. So we won't be all anxious about nothing and all messed up over stuff. When we can just be calm and cool and live out the rest of the days of our life that way. Our testimony soon going to be that we were involuntary slaves, but now we're free because the word is going to set us free. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. Hope that you've seen that one of the many things that our God does for us is open doors for us that nobody else can shut. Doors that he opens so that we can receive what he has prepared for us. Hope that you're not only seeing that it's true, that God does open doors of opportunity for me and you, but I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God opens for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he definitely opened for me and you. And that which he opened the door for us to obtain will never be obtained by me and you. What a shame if that's what happens. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. 
We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, we also invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge, but a free will often will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And don't forget, saints, make sure to join church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say from the bottom of our heart to all of you, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.